0: Hey there, and welcome to episode five of the Power of Practice podcast, Focus. Welcome to the Power of Practice podcast with Matthew Tweedy, discussion to leverage the potential of your unconscious mind so you can create an abundant and empowered existence. Here's your host, Matthew Tweedy. Hey there and welcome back. And today, a really exciting episode. Exciting why? Well, because when we get this part of the equation right, Things become so much easier. And I'm not necessarily saying it's easy to get this part of the equation right, though as you do, well, there's a lot to look forward to. It's all about focus. And in order to have that focus, awareness Having your focus where you want it to be is presupposed awareness or awareness is presupposed in that equation. In order to create any result that you want to in life, well, you need to have your focus clear and exactly on what you want. And we need to cultivate a level of awareness in order to do that. As I often speak of, awareness is king in this model of change work, in this model of, well, creating what you want. It's imperative that we are aware and both awareness and focus are muscles that need to be honed and developed in order to create those results. Now, you may have heard me speak about this before, or I'll certainly be unpacking it in future episodes. It's all to do with the fact that your unconscious mind cannot process negations. Think of your unconscious mind like a six- or five-year-old. And as I said before, it's running the body. Your physiology, it organizes your memories and stores those memories. It is, of course, regulating your emotions and every emotional response you have and then every pattern of behavior. Every pattern of behavior that you do. And this six-year-old or five-year-old child that's running all of these functions, well, it can't process a negation. Meaning if I tell you, don't think of a blue tree, what do you think of? Now, you're aware of this because I have brought it up. And if you listened to a previous episode, you would have been aware of this. Or if you've done any study in this field, then... This is not new to you either. Your unconscious mind can't process a negation. So, firstly, how does this tie into awareness? Well, half of the time, I know prior to me learning all about the mind and getting a really deeper understanding on the power of language and using language with volition, one of those things that I didn't know was that I was often speaking about life in terms of what I don't want. An example being I used to be highly involved in the jiu-jitsu world, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so wrestling, and it's a full contact sport. You need to have your wits about you and, you know, you want to ensure that you don't get injured. So of course, uh, in my mind, there were times where, you know, I don't want to hurt my ankle or my knee or my this or my that. And of course, in order to even consider that, I have to hold an image of that in my mind. And the deeper mind, well, it'll only give you what it thinks you're asking for. One of the metaphors that I use from time to time is thinking, if you imagine the deeper mind or the mind as a whole, for starters, think of an iceberg. Now, we can all imagine an iceberg and think of... Everything above the water, the conscious mind, the 5%, and everything below the water, your unconscious mind, the 95%. And linking or representing these parts of the mind, I like to talk of or speak of your conscious mind being like the boss of a company and your unconscious like the workers, the workers of the company, the team that actually goes out and does the job. So almost like the CEO that's planning and deciding the direction of the company and then everyone else that actually undertakes the work and makes sure those things happen. One is not more important than the other and... They need each other to ensure that everything gets done. They are ultimately codependent. And they should work as a team. Sadly, we're not educated about the unconscious mind. And, you know, really, ultimately, you are the conscious mind. As I speak to you now, you're the conscious mind. You are that part that's making decisions and listening to me and deciding whether you want to keep listening and absorbing the information or whether you want to apply what you learn. These are all decisions that are the conscious mind's job. Now that you're aware of your unconscious mind, well, that's the beginning of making some really powerful changes. So awareness, becoming aware of the functions of both the boss of the company and the workers is the first step. And then after that, it's really about knowing that we're constantly self-hypnotizing through the images that we hold in our mind. Back to the example a moment ago, if I were to go into a training session thinking, I hope I don't hurt my ankle, well, I've got an image of that in my mind and Although it seems counterintuitive, and obviously that's not what I wanted, if I hold that, my deeper mind might get confused. And it might be the case that I do injure myself. Not very nice, I know. But this is really a metaphor for life in general. It's often the case we... You know, I work with clients that suffer from anxiety or depression or, you know, habits like binge eating or maybe even smoking cigarettes. And, you know, I don't want to eat snacks tonight. I don't want to eat rubbish for lunch. I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, here are those images. I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel uptight. I don't want to feel frustrated. I. Hope I don't get into an argument with my partner later on. All of these things do add up. And although on the surface you'd say, of course I don't want those things, and that's why I'm telling myself I don't want them. Well, the deeper mind being childlike and not working the same way as your conscious mind can. And I'm not saying it definitely will, but it can get confused and it's. Accumulative as well. So as you begin to become aware of all of these things, all of these different language patterns that you use, the turns of phrases, and knowing that every time we utter something out of our mouths, there's an image attached to that. There is an image within our minds, we call them an internal representation in NLP, there's an image attached to everything you say. So when you begin to speak about something you don't want, there's an image of that that gets sent to the deeper mind, almost like an order being sent to the kitchen. Think of your conscious mind being at the restaurant Looking at the menu and your unconscious mind is the wait staff and the kitchen staff. Another one of those metaphors I often say, be careful of the orders that you're sending to the kitchen. Actually, I can credit that metaphor to Stephen Blake. Thank you. That was a brilliant way of uh, really, really seeing things differently. So, we do make pictures and images in our mind. And as you become aware of that, even if you don't see them in the sense of looking at a, a movie screen, they are happening all the time. And the language we use is all self-hypnosis. They're all embedded commands, they're all auto-suggestions. One of the presuppositions in NLP is that human beings are biological devices designed to create outcomes dependent on where our focus is. Therefore, if you focus on what you want, you will create more of that. And if you focus on what you don't want, you will create more of that too. So, Begin to become more and more aware of the language you use. That's really the, the key and, and, and the crux of this episode. There are often throwaway phrases, maybe self-deprecating jokes that we tell our friends or you know even that negative self-talk that comes in from time to time that you think doesn't mean anything. That it really does. So start training that muscle. This is one of those muscles that if you, A, become aware, and then B, hone your focus, it's going to pay you off so well. It'll pay dividends, and you can have a phenomenal difference in your life, the way you experience life, your perception, and your results. So there's a flip side to this. As a human beings, we do need to look out for danger. We always have. So therein lies the paradox, you know. How can I stay safe if I'm not looking out for danger? And if I'm looking out for that danger, aren't I focusing on exactly that, on negative or unresourceful outcomes or pictures that I don't want. This is a paradox, but again, it is part of that muscle. If you notice or you're in a a job role that you need to look for problems, um, for instance, quality assurance, or I had an example where I was speaking to a close friend of mine the other day, and uh, he's a coach of fighters, actually, uh, mixed martial arts fighters. Uh, shout out, Mark. And he was saying, you know, how am I meant to, you know, I, I understand the the purpose of, of of keeping my focus where I need it to be. And in fact, you know, I've known this for a long time, as as we've had many philosophical discussions about it. But meanwhile, if I'm getting a fighter prepared for the next fight and looking at you know the strengths or weaknesses of the opponent but more so the strengths how am i supposed to look for those and then still not poison the water by holding those in my mind when i'm going over strategy with one of these uh one of the fighters and I guess ultimately, again, it comes down to we can look for and and find those potential traps and then change our focus around to the solutions. And again, this can be sticky because as we look for those pitfalls or those traps, we don't want to get stuck on them. It's about finding them and then flipping the script, getting solution-focused. And that's, again, where that paradox lies. But we can work that paradox. We can overcome it. And we do that by, again, being aware. Awareness is king. Stay focused on what you want and keep training that muscle. So a large part of this is conscious repatterning, and it's something we can all do every day. I know some people will say to me, yeah, but Matthew, I've got to pay attention to all of the language coming out of my mouth, and I'd suggest that if you do want to make those major improvements in life with the least amount of effort, then certainly pay attention to the words that come out, because... You're constantly crafting your reality with your words. Pay attention, and if you do catch those utterances of what you don't want coming out, stop yourself, change it, switch it, and notice what you notice. Thank you so much for joining me again, for the Power of Practice podcast. You can certainly go ahead and subscribe, rate and review, but certainly go ahead and subscribe. It helps me so much to get the word out there. Go ahead and play with language, exercise your awareness muscle, and I'll see you on the next episode. This is Matthew Tweedy. The Power of Practice podcast saying ciao for now and keep growing and evolving.